Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Steven, great jump cut, 45 seconds. a whole burst to it, 20. Five steps to tackle, runs left, 25 still on his feet, 46-yard goal by number 39. Running back, number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker, a high school quarterback, is going to throw. The fake is on it, he's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones made the tackle, and the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Rams Talk Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Apollo, my co-host and partner in crime. That's right, former Los Angeles Rams offensive back Michael Stewart. Yes, sir. Was that was that pumped up enough for you? Yeah, man. That's, you got me going. <laughs> I have to get pumped up. I have to go outside one more time. They kill that nest. One more time. Come one on, more DC. time. Man, I went I went one for three. Okay? The third time I thought I knocked it out, then sure sure enough, today I saw it. Oh Hornets wow. again. Yeah. Hornets again. I I thought I had him. Today's the day I finished gotta the job. Go back. Gotta go back one you more gotta time. Gotta go back. Gotta go back to in the there. safety of the little ones. That is hey, you know, I actually went out there, okay? I went out there before we record tonight, just Think well, okay, you know, maybe I get the spray done first before I do this. I just about the spray, and then I saw a hornet flying. Like, oh man, it's not ready yet. <sighs> and the nerves are on edge, man. Just like uh, how you feel for kickoff, <laughs> right? You're going, you're going out, <laughs> you're going down the tunnel, ready to go in that, going to battle. You know, there you go. <laughs> I have, to be, have to be a little crazy with it. Have to try and find out be positive. It wasn't a great couple of days this week once you got the news on. That's right. Cam Makers, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the schedule. Man. Anything else Mike feels like talking about before we Man. get there, I'm going to ask you to head over to Apple Music. Leave a five-star review if possible. Also, follow us on Twitter at TalkRams, the Rams Talk website. And also, we're on Facebook, Rams Talk, and the Rams Talk room for all the conversation. So, Mike, we got the news. Shock news. Okay? Shock news. Cam Akers. Tears his Achilles. His right Achilles, I think. Out for the season. That's a horrifying... I mean, that, that's up to the ACL for me, by the way. In terms of what it does. And that really puts the Rams in a position where we don't know exactly what they're going to do to running backs. Some folks call even for the Rams to try and get Todd Gurley back. Which... 
I don't think I want to go down that route. Maybe you Negative. do. Maybe you Not do. At all. Okay. But first, what are your thoughts on Cam Newton himself getting hurt? Man, the, the thing is, it's just it's just a crazy set of circumstances where, again, here's a running back, uh, not a huge guy, if you will. You know what I mean? So you wouldn't think that he's putting that much torque on his Achilles. But I just got to believe it has to do with a lot of this overzealous, overzealous off-season conditioning programs and just overwork because – I just don't remember anyone having an Achilles tear in my day. If it was, it was like a rare. I'm, I've, I have been trying to think of a player uh, that had an Achilles uh, during my 10 years uh, when I played. I know Dan Reno had one, uh, but I just don't remember as many Achilles tears. It seemed like there's, you know, five, six, seven, ten a year. Uh, these guys tearing their Achilles, but man, a big setback for him, big setback for the Rams. So uh, big D Henderson is going to have to step in and, and, you know, get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Derek, you there? Uh, man, I'm, I, was, I was, was muted and forgot. Here, here we go. <laughs> so here's the thing. is A month ago, I wasn't worried about the Rams' death. I, I was pretty happy with Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers. It was okay. Heck, the Rams fit okay, too. They let Malcolm Brown go, right? They let him go. Yeah. And now it's a different situation. Right now... At running back for this team, the Rams, they still have Daryl Henderson, who is an exciting player. He is. I mean, a lot of us were shocked the Rams went and got Cam Akers when they had Daryl Henderson on the line on on the roster. Yet here we go. I mean, now things are different. Now you rely on Daryl Henderson alone, even though he's had some injuries. We have to rely on Otis Anderson, a 5'11", 174-pound running back coming to camp out of UCF. Raymond Calais, a 5'8", 188-pound back coming out of Louisiana Lafayette. This is his second year. Jake Funk. Jake Funk, 5'10", 205, out of Maryland, a rookie. Xavier Jones from SMU, 5'11", 208-pound back, entering his, his second year, years experience. I mean, that's, I mean, does anything in that list of names inspire you? Yeah. Ooh, do tell. What inspires you? Well, I mean, the thing that uh, I think we have is, you know, a little bit of consistency with him at least being here, getting a number of games. And... You know, you have stability at the head coach. Obviously, we got new coaches. 
but familiarity at one position, you know, he's used to running behind the O-line for most most part. They're used to blocking for him. You know, Cam Akers came on late in the year. So I think for Daryl, it's a great opportunity for him to say, yeah, guys, let me show you why you didn't really have to draft Cam Akers. So for him, I think it gives him a great opportunity to show uh, his coaches, uh, the rest of the league, you know, why they had drafting the year before. Okay, but then what about the rest of the guys? As far as overall with the Rams? Yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on them? Well, I think overall, I mean, you have a great quarterback that's coming in. I think we're going to see a lot here in the next couple of weeks in camp. We're solid at the corner position, you know, uh, the top two for sure. The third is probably in there as well. And then after that, you got some guys that are going to be, you know, competing to make the team. You know, I think with Deshaun uh, Jackson, again, the health is the issue. But if he's healthy, that's going to be a big pickup uh, for us to be able to stretch the field, do a lot more things offensively that I think we were lacking. That's going to allow Robert Woods and Cooper Cuff and the rest of the guys to just be that much more, I think, effective and wide open. So when you look at it overall, uh, there's a lot of bright spots. Obviously, questions at linebacker. and again, we we may need a little more depth at the D line, but again, this is the NFL, right? So everything comes down to the injury bug, and if we can keep guys healthy. Gotcha. So, uh, from um, from my point of view, I'm concerned. And what's that? Well, you just said it, man. The injury <laughs> bug. True. And there's nobody else. In terms of running back on the roster right right now, that really kind of shouts to and goes out. You know what? The Rams will be okay if Daryl Henderson goes out. I think Daryl Henderson will have a fine year this year. I'm not worried about a whole lot of production fall off from Cam Akers. That's how much faith I have in Daryl Henderson. Do I think Cam Akers is a better football player? Yes. Do I think the Rams are are lost without Daryl Henderson? No. But Daryl Henderson has been a little injury prone in his Rams career. So what happens if he goes out? Then what? Do, none of these that are names here inspire me. Make me think, you know what? They're going to be okay. I mean, yet the Rams are saying, hey, we're not going to go out and get anybody. We're gonna, at least not yet, right? They're, they're not saying no free agency, nothing in trade. Of course, we'll talk about the whole Todd Gurley thing in a second. But, I mean, that would tell me that they're kind of thinking, you know what? Xavier Jones from SMU, Jake Funk, if he makes a team, Raymond Calais, I guess the Rams think, think it's all right. It's all good. Go. I mean, makes me a little nervous. You don't seem nervous. I feel a little nervous. Well, I, 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 I guess I'm not as nervous in the sense of, these guys are professionals. They know that injuries can happen. It, again, no one's expecting injuries in the offseason. That's kind of crazy. Uh, but at the same time, the idea, old adage, next man up. So you can't sit back and wait too long trying to figure it out. Uh, but 
that's why, you know, I, I think they'll be fine in the sense of, you know, the Rams try to do, you know, some things. They'll act like they're not. But believe me, they're they're on the board. They're looking and scouring. They're just not really letting anyone else know because it's probably someone that uh, they have their eye on. And if they go after him, you know how it is. It's just kind of like the center uh, that was a free agent. Seemed like we we're going after him. And then he ends up getting signed with Cincinnati. So it's kind of one of those things the Rams let out like, oh, they're looking at someone. Next thing you know, that guy ends up getting picked up by someone. So I think they're holding it close to the vest. And also, uh, there's a lot of backs that probably may come available uh, second, third week of the preseason. And that's what we're also hearing. We're also hearing about other guys that are still out there that may keep an eye on, like a Le'Veon Bell. Would you want Le'Veon Bell? Well, the thing is, I, w- I would want the third year back Le'Veon Bell, the guy who's just out there keeping his mouth shut, running hard, making plays, not these last two years of, you know, Le'Veon Bell. And that's always a danger when a guy makes it to a point where he can start demanding more money, have a little more leverage. You know, does it change his makeup and his desire for the game? So I think what happened with Le'Veon Bell talked his way out of Pittsburgh, and then he found out the grass wasn't greener on a bunch of other sides. And so you don't know what guy you're getting. Are you going to get a guy who's going to come in here and work hard or a guy who's going to complain? But out of all the backs that are out there, he by far, in my opinion, is the best back to be able to run inside the tackles, outside, catch the ball, block, do all the things that you want a running back to do. It's just he's created a bad situation with his attitude over these last two seasons. Well, I mean, so what about anybody else in the market? Well, definitely not my man Todd Gurley. I you <sighs> know, I saw my man Eric Dickerson saying, oh, it's a no-brainer. What do you mean, Eric? It's a no-brainer. No, that ship has sailed. <laughs> we pass on Todd. <laughs> When I saw folks suggesting Todd, I thought, put down the crack pipe. Right. Put it down now. Because <laughs> you're not going to go get him. He doesn't have it. No. And the Rams, I mean, I don't think their relationship is suddenly healed. Exactly. I somebody tell me if I'm wrong. But a couple of names did make sense to me. Duke Johnson was still free as of a couple of days ago. That name makes sense to me. A guy who can right. catch out of the backfield. I mean, that makes sense to me. Another name that made sense to me. I mean, it's kind of weird to say it, but Adrian Peterson. It's just a hammer in search of a nail. To kind of counter with your boy Joe Henderson for one year, that's not a bad idea. You sound think it is? Yeah, I'm taking AP over Todd Gurley any day. I mean, the thing AP- is, you know, Duke Johnson brings, you know, a little bit of what you're saying, and he brings the right type of attitude and mentality. He's a guy that seemed like he would just fit in pretty seamlessly to the team. So, uh, but yeah, AP, I think he has enough in the tank to be serviceable for what we would need for him to do. I mean, didn't he put up uh, 
almost a thousand yards. I mean, he saw last year. Not great, but he's thirty six years old. You don't expect great, right? You want him to be your hammer, right? Let let Daryl Henderson be your fly guy, and your and your balance guy is going to be Adrian Peterson. Sounds an awful lot like what the Rams do with Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson the year that yes Todd got hurt. Okay, yes, that makes a lot more sense to me. I mean, but Todd's now a Raven, by the way. But I couldn't imagine even having Todd back. And if you want, if there's trade targets out there, I'm not sure you want to go that route. Why would you want to go that route? Yeah, I mean, you're you you're looking for uh, a upgrade. There's a reason why you went to Atlanta, play what one year. And then took a while, got picked up by the Ravens. But the Ravens offense kind of could fit in. He could be in the mold of a Mark Ingram, a little bit bigger. Maybe, uh, I don't want to say faster, not so much faster, but that offense, he could probably do pretty well. You know, he just need a guy to kind of run in there. But again, I don't know how much Todd Gurley really wants to run between the tackles. And so... That's the thing you got to question at all, Mike. Well, again, you know, to your point, at at the end of the day, the Rams actually were a year late, but I think they just kind of got stuck uh, because they had to sign him when they signed him, and then you know, I just think he he ran out of gas, and I think we saw last year, you know, some glimpses here and there, but again, I'm gonna take uh, AP over him for sure. You know, Duke Johnson fits them all. But again, in my opinion, Le'Veon Bell's really the best back out there. It's just the attitude thing drops him down kind of to the bottom of the list. What about Royce Freeman from the Broncos? I mean, Ben Albright, Mitchell Albright mentioned that as a, a potential. You could go well, get. I mean, yeah, I mean, those are all, you know, some guys that you could go get. But when you're looking at trying to, Go get anyone. You want to go get someone who's going to be an upgrade for the team or at least an upgrade at that position or at least equal to whoever the guy he's coming in for. You don't want something to be like, oh, we just got a guy to fill a spot because we needed someone. We, you, you really want to try to get someone who can be more than just serviceable. You know what I mean? I mean, I would want someone who I could pair with Daryl Henderson. There That's you go. I don't want someone who's going to be a backup because I don't think Daryl Henderson is really someone I want to rely on as a, as a sole feature back right now. Unless you have more faith in him than I do. Well, I think he could be the, uh, a feature, but I think the league has, has shown us that you need this combination. You know, uh, you know, you got the scat back, if you will. I think that works so many years uh, with the Titans when they had Eddie George and uh, Chris Johnson, weren't they in the same backfield? Or was it for Chris Johnson? And, I think it was yeah. for a little bit, wasn't it? Or yeah, was it was, it was it Eddie George? No, it wasn't Eddie George. Was it, was it um that dude from USC that Chris Johnson yes, missed? Yeah, blew that's off the what I'm thinking about. Chris Johnson and yes, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty telling. We've forgotten Bush. his name already. Yeah, yeah. Opposite of Reggie Bush, but 
bottom line is, yeah, they had a good combination. I think they called themselves Fire and Ice or something like that. But you had Speed, and then you had, uh, dang, what is that kid's name? They come in and just kind of be, as you said, like AP, a, a hammer. But, you know, AP seems to still have a good amount of speed, not as super top end when he came out from Oklahoma, but because he runs so hard, you know, he reminds me of kind of that old school Walter Payton runner, just, you know, you're going to need more than one guy to bring him down. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, that's why I'm leaving. Go get AP. Guy's a team player. I know some people have a problem with a team going and getting him, but you know what? We're trying to win. I mean, I think he's the best fit. I just think he's the best fit. I don't think he'll be hard to get. He's not going to be expensive. Well, wasn't he just at Detroit with Stafford? I think so. Yeah. Let me go see. (laughs) Yeah, I think he was. Well, he was with Detroit for a little bit. I know. So that would be interesting if if Matt said, hey, man, let's let's bring an AP. I'm sure he would have a little leverage in, in that. Yeah, he was there last year. Lindell White is who we're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. 156 carries for for 604 yards, so 3.9 a carry. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, and they weren't even really using him like that, so. I mean, 3.9 a carry, when all you want him to be is your hammer. Right. I'm good with that. I mean, seriously. I'm good with that. <laughs> cool. You don't need him to be a thousand yard back. You need, you need somebody who can be someone teams take notice of. Someone who, right. can, you know. So there we go. All that in mind, folks, real quick, when I ask you to head over to Apple Music, leave a five star review, we'd really appreciate it. We also would really appreciate it if you would go over to Twitter. Follow us, you know, talk rants, follow Michael one Duke 23 follow me at DC Paula. And here real quick is a word from our sponsors. First one, you hear me say it. If you love listening to us here on Rams Talk Radio, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is a perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all the other listening platforms. And the best part is you get all of it for 15 bucks. That's right, for $15. The same rate as any other hosting site would charge you, but that's just the initial setup. And you can trust in that one. We've been around the block. We've been in a couple of different places to host our stuff. This is a sweet deal, okay? Acceptance into the program is limited. So get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com forward slash join. Check out the description box. Check it out in the description box in this episode to find out more. That's bwhustle.com. Slash join. All right. There's one more. 
All right, Mike. So look at the schedule here. And the Rams are, in my view, entering week six, four and one, one loss. You have them at three and two. The week six game is at New York. The improved Giants. How do you got this one? Uh, win. win. Win for the Rams. So win for me as well. So I got them now at five and one. You got them at four and two. Week seven at home. To Definite Jared win. Goff. What? Definite <laughs> win. At home to Jared Goff, Detroit Lions. I add that'll put him at six and one. You'll have him at five and two. Here's Tuffy. Here we go. I'm just kidding. Week eight, after Houston Texans. That should be a win as well. So that I have in there what that that's gonna be seven and one for me and six and two for you. Yep. Okay, here's a tough one. Home, Tennessee Titans. Sunday night football. <sighs> that's that's gonna be a that's gonna be a good game right there. Uh, I just believe they're not gonna let Tennessee come in and beat them in their stadium. So I'm gonna st- stick with a win. They're gonna be wearing those uniforms, those new alternate whites. Yeah, those are the ones that everybody seems to love so much, including me. Yeah. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. Eight and one. And you have them at seven and two? Yep. All right. Monday Night Football next. At the 49ers. Uh, That's a tough one. I'm going to say a loss only because I think Frisco feels like they owe them one. It's been tough going up there to to play. So I'm going to say that's going to be a a loss. Uh, There's a loss as well. Eight and two. You're at seven and three. All right, now this one's tough. Week 11, they're off. Yeah, man, do we want to do this now? Yeah, let's do it now. We'll leave off here. Yeah. At Green Bay. Okay. Now, here's the reason why I, I didn't want to wait till next week for this one. Okay. In the news this morning, or was it yesterday, sports books are betting on Aaron Rodgers retiring next week. That's right. Silence here on the podcast. That's right, because that would be crazy. Now, if if he retires, and I mean that's but that's the word that he turned down a massive extension this offseason. I didn't know that. That was all in the reports. Like he turned down a massive extension. The only other thing I could think of, if you're turning on an extension, you want to trade. The team's not willing to trade you. They're going to, they're going to, it makes sense to retire. It's a battle of wills now. Right. He doesn't have to keep playing. He's got a Super Bowl. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He doesn't have to keep playing. He's about to get married. He's going to have a hot wife. I mean, so, I mean, what will we say here? I, I think Aaron is the type of guy, it just seems like he's all about that principle. And his thing is like, guys, you're not going to make me come play for you. So if he's retiring or sitting out or whatever, they, I guess he re- needs to retire so they don't find him. But I just think he's like, guy, because if in fact you said he turned out a bunch of money, mm-hmm. hey, man, he's like, I'm done. I'm going to show you guys 
all done. You think you got the top dog. You think you hold the, the keys of this, but I'm going to show you I'm out. It'll be like Barry Sanders 3.0. <laughs> the first two, ironically, were Detroit Lions, Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, and then, of course, Aaron Rodgers, right? All right, that's why I'm going to kind of say if he retires, it's a win. Rams are yes. 9-2. Right. He doesn't retire. That's that's in late November, right? In Green Bay, it's going to be hard to take the Rams to win that game. But Matt Stafford's played there in the cold before. Yeah, now he has it at advantage having played because they play him twice a year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he, he knows all about us. So that would be uh, again a step up for us. Yep. But I'm like you. Aaron Rodgers, if he's playing by then, he's got his cylinders rolling. And, you know, November is when it gets serious in, in the tundra, the frozen tundra of Green Bay, as my man would say. But, yeah, if he's not there, they're going to be a team, you know, searching. You know, I think they they feel they have a quarterback that can replace place him. But is it going to be at the level this year? And so especially – it would be different if they knew early summer or even the spring mm-hmm. that Aaron was done. But because it's like all up in the air and it's going to kind of come down to the wire, as they say, it just kind of causes all this uneasiness because do you prepare to, to you know, I guess they're preparing to go with, with the young buck. But at the same time, if Aaron Rodgers is there, he's just going to come in and just kind of light things back up. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting, man. Aaron Rodgers, man, <laughs> now he's getting more of my respect. Like, yeah, when you're able to tell people, hey, man, I'm going to check up the deuces on you. I'm out. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. All right. So there you go, folks. I have him at 9-2 with the asterisk. They might be 8-3 and three if Aaron Rodgers is there. You have him at... Eight and three, potentially seven and four. Yeah. Correct. Okay. We'll see. We'll come back to Green Bay next week. If it's status quo this time next week, then there you go. There you go. All right, folks. That's all I got for you today. That's all I got. So if you could give us a follow on Twitter at Talk Rams, follow me on Twitter, DC Paul, follow Mike at OneDuke23. We're available at podcasts, can be found everywhere. And don't forget to check out the rest of the Blue Wire podcasts that are out there. Got some great stuff, great listens. Check them out. In the meantime, we're out of here. Have a great one. We're out of here, folks.